love you, I love you, I love you.
Hey, on Jesus, ain't nothing wrong to keep your mind. Stay on Jesus. Woke up this morning with my mind. Stay on Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Freedom, y'all. Ain't nothing wrong to keep your mind. Stay on freedom. Ain't nothing wrong to keep your mind. Stay on freedom. Wake up this morning with your mind. morning that was a beautiful song thank you deacon for lining we appreciate you and this community know that you are a spear for this church and we just want to say thank you and happy birthday happy birthday um i want to read a Ask, may I borrow your ear for one scripture? This is my favorite. It's uh, Hebrews 11, 1. And it's been there since I picked this up. And I laid my cross down. As it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Come on. The evidence of things not seen. All right. So I just like to say as a, as a faith worshiper and all that has been broken hearted in your life or will be broken hearted sometime 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 your heart will be mended because he rose so that you may be whole if that if that felt you, family, I, I I pray and hope that you receive that, and that may one or many come from your seed. Come on. In all the words, we shall pray in the heart, the, the Father, the Holy Spirit, and in the name Jesus, 
back Christ. Amen. 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 Welcome to the beloved community church of Atlanta Incorporated. I say assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. This is the day that God made. We are going to rejoice today on Resurrection Sunday. Yes. And be glad about it. Ashe. And also, he already told you, it's my birthday. So I'm turning up. I'm turning up for Jesus. Ashe. Ashe. This portion of our worship service, as I say every Sunday, is an invitation. An invitation to all of you, to God, and to our ancestors. Ashe? Ashe! You know, when you forget about your ancestors, what you do is block your blessings. So we don't want to do that. We want to remember our ancestors. We want to show reverence so that everything that we do in this life and in the next We'll be blessed. Ashe? Ashe. And I say to you from my heart, with open arms, welcome to the beloved community. Ashe? My mo, my mo, my my, my mo, kakila bilebumbe.
Happy Easter. How y'all doing this morning? Happy Easter. Happy resurrection. Stand to your feet if you love God. If you don't love God, stay on your bottom. But if you love God, stand to your feet. And I recommend that you do. Yeah. Come on. My God reigns. Our God reigns. Lord, you reign above every name. My God reigns. Our God reigns. Lord, you reign above every name. Come on, Mr. Leon, help me out. Dominion. 
authority and dominion. Lord, you reign. Lord, we acknowledge how great you are. We acknowledge how awesome you are. And Lord, we humble ourselves, God, before you and ask you, God, to come into our lives, God. We ask you, God, to rule over us so that we can be in harmony with you and be in harmony with ourselves and most of all, be in harmony with each other. Oh, God, you reign. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. All right. While everybody stand, I love all those beautiful smiling faces. Welcome to Resurrection Sunday. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Our gospel reading for this morning will be coming from John 20, starting at verse 19. And as what we always do is we read it responsibly, which means I will read the red, you will read the green. And then the last verse, I think it's 23, will we'll be in black, and we'll read that together. Ashe? Ashe? Ashe. Oh. All right. So let's listen to a word from the Lord. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked with, for fear of the Jews. And Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. And Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. All together, if you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. Amen. Boy, is that not a word for forgiveness? Ooh, is that not a reason for forgiveness right there? Man, if you're holding on to anything, holding on to any kind of unforgiveness, I, I invite you to let that go now. So that whatever else you think come is affecting, that will also be let go. Ashe. Ashe. Let's pray, oh gracious God. Lord, here we are on this Resurrection Sunday, Lord. Here we are, God, acknowledging, as you said in your word, that if we only believe that you went to the cross, and that you died. And on the third day, you got up. And when you got up, it gave you the power to absolve all sins. To take on all sins. To, to put under your moniker all sins. And all we have to do to get that is believe that you did it. And so, God, we thank you. For the opportunity, Lord, to be forgiven. 
We thank you, God, for the opportunity, Lord, to be under that umbrella. We thank you, God, for making a way out of no way, God, that we have salvation available to us because of your love, because of your compassion, because you were willing to come down on earth and be touched by these humans to be tortured, to be crucified. Oh, yes, so that you can get up, so that we can get up, so that you can forgive so that we are forgiven. Oh God, we thank you. We praise you. And we just want you to be with us, God. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Ashe. 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 And now we have our guiding ideas led by our own Mariah Slaughter. Amen. Good morning, everybody. All right, we're going to keep on. We're going to go ahead with the guiding ideals. We're going to start off with the principles of my eye. All right, um, how this goes, I'll say the uh, word. You repeat it after me, and I'll give you a brief definition of what that means to us. All right? All right, truth. Truth, truth is the absence of lies, falsehoods, and fakery. It is the presence of honest and open communication among the mighty and the living holy people of God. Justice. Justice. Justice when the people who need the most help receive the most help. Order. Order. Order is acting with the aim of honoring the agreed upon norms and the best practices that we have agreed or identified as helpful to the flourishing of our people. Harmony. Harmony. Harmony is maintaining the legacy and the creativity of being able to be your own unique self while seamlessly expressing yourself as a part of the groups that's different notes, different instruments, all different sounds blended together to make one. Or all different notes to make one beautiful sound. All right. Righteousness. Righteousness. Righteousness is right thoughts, right actions resulting in right relationality among others who are striving to be in relationship with divinity. Balance. Balance. Balance is living a robust life tempered by wisdom where curiosity and satisfaction are mediated by moderation and circumspection. Reciprocity. Reciprocity. Reciprocity is understanding that giving, planting, and serving results in receiving harvest and reaping in every aspect of people's activities. Put a hand clap on that for the participation. All righty, and moving right along to the virtues of my aunt, how we do this. We'll set them together um, on the count of one. Ready? Three, two, one. Control of thoughts, control of actions, devotion to one's purpose, Faith in your teacher's ability to teach truth. Faith in myself to assimilate the truth. Faith in myself to wield the truth. Freedom from resentment under persecution. Freedom from resentment under wrong. Ability to distinguish right from wrong. Ability to distinguish real from unreal. Amen. That was great. One more hand clap on that one. Now, Molly will help us finish off with the Nguzu Saba. All right. I'll give it another hand clap of praise for the words we just received. Thank you to our sister Mariah Slaughter for those words of Mayat, which ground black people. Those are ancient words which ground black people, so we acknowledge those. Um, now it is time for the Nguzu
Thank you, Lord, for those words. Thank you, Lord, for this unity, this emoji. Thank you. Thank you all. This is a time where we can take our burdens, our concerns, our issues, and place them before the Lord. I invite you to call them to mind, and then to lift them up and out. And once it's out, you leave it there. And you turn your back on it. And you say, God, it's yours. God, you'll fix it. So this is our collective altar call. Where we Give it to God. And we say, Lord, it's yours. It's yours. Because of you, my cloudy days are gone. I can sing to you this song. I just want that to disappointment that I love you more than anything. Wall that won't move. Ooh, y'all sound so good. I lift my hands. That sadness. So bad. That confusion. To you. You reign on the throne. When nothing else is worth When your arms are just too short. And you just don't know what to do. 
are gone. Let it go. I can Let sing it go. to you this song. I just want to say that I love you more than anything. I love you, Jesus. for a word of prayer. Oh God, our help in ages past, our hope for years to come, our shelter from a stormy blast, and our eternal home. God, is once more and yet one more time that a few of your mightly believers come together before you, calling on your name, believing on your power, and recognizing that there's yet change that needs to take place in our own lives. Before we ask you for anything, God, we ask that you bow your ear down and hear our prayer as we take a moment to say, God, we want you to forgive us for the things that we've done that have separated us from you. Move right now, God, in the name of Jesus, that as we move through this Resurrection Sunday, prepared to give you praise for what you have done for us, prepared to call on your name for what we have seen. God, we want to take a moment to say in those times that we did not live the Nguzo Saba in those times that we did not leave those principles of my eye in those times God where we were moving in ways where we thought other folk couldn't see us but we knew you could see us God we ask right now that you forgive us for not being who we said we'd be touch God is our prayer then God we ask that you hear us as we take a moment to think about what we could be saying we're thankful for. God, where we are, you brought us. What we know, God, you taught us. What we have, God, you gave us. And if we had 10 million tongues, it would not be enough to give you the praise that you so richly deserve. But everybody in this space right now, God, can say hallelujah. Everybody in this space right now, God, saying, say hallelujah. Hallelujah for waking me up this morning. Hallelujah for starting me on my way. Hallelujah for your praying power, your healing power, your preaching power, your family power. Hallelujah for your community power. God, we thank you for being who you are and how you are in our lives. 
God, we want to take a moment to say a special thank you. That those of us who for weeks have been praying for your preacher man that walked in this room today for weeks. We've been waiting on the moment that we'd be able to see that you can do all things but fail for weeks. We prayed that we might be able to hear you speak through your servant, Reverend Dr. F. Keith Slaughter. And for that God, we say thank you for giving us a chance to see a miracle right before our very eyes. We thank you, God. God, we thank you for what you've done during this holy week. We got a chance to see and review what some folk call the triumphant entry, God, but we're, we're thankful that you reminded us that it was an organized, choreographed resistance against the Roman Empire. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for allowing us to see a group of believing Africans to gather in a room to get their assignments, God, as they took the time to celebrate the Passover, God, the, the time where we had sense enough to put the blood of a lamb over the doorposts of our lives so that we could say, God, that one day we might come up from slavery. God, we want to say thank you. Thank you, God, for those hours that we paid attention to on Good Friday, God, when you hung there on the cross. We thank you, God, for allowing us to learn ways to forgive, God, and for all of us, God, who think sometimes that it's difficult, thank you for reminding us that the first step is to ask you to forgive while we get ourselves straight. Thank you, God, for welfare plans that you allowed us to see. Thank you, God, for allowing us to see that when we're thirsty, God, they can give vinegar, but you can give victory. God, we say thank you for what you allowed us to see, and you gave us the power to say, into thine hands. I commend my spirit because it's already finished. So, God, we thank you for what we finally get a chance to celebrate on this morning. Your word said that while your son's body would be demolished, that on the third day, even though choke folk gathered around and saw to it that he died on the third day, even though those folks that were talking that good African talk up until the, on the third day, Come on. those individuals that were really afraid of revolution and they showed who they really were on the third day. God, we're thankful that we've had this opportunity to come together to celebrate it on the third day. He got up again. And then he got up so that we could get up. So that we could get up and live our lives like Jesus, our African revolutionary Messiah. We thank you, God, that at the end of this worship experience, that we would not only be hearers of your word, but doers of the same. God, we thank you. We thank you for souls that will be saved. We thank you for battles that will be won. We thank you for marriages that will be mended. We thank you for friendships that will be won. We thank you, God, for you doing all that you can do, those things that we don't have the power to do on our own. God, we thank you. 
God, we thank you that you are not a God of position. We recognize that there's some folk in the room that have got some prayer concerns on their minds, but they don't want us to know about them. But God, you know. We ask that you would meet each and every one of us at our very point of need. Help us to recognize that there's a reason that when you tell us to put on the whole armor that help us to fight off the wiles of a devil, that when you told us about the helmet of salvation and the breastplate of righteousness and girding our lawns and short-shotting our feet, God, help us to remember that each one of those pieces covers the front side of our body, and so our responsibility is to find another somebody who's got theirs on to stand back to back to us so that we might not be penetrated. Touch, God. Help us to recognize that it takes a whole community for us to live the way you've called us to live. Now, God, as we continue to listen for your voice, we promise, God, that when we hear what we hear, we'll do what you said do. God, this is our prayer. In the saving and matchless and marvelous and majestic name of your son, Jesus the Christ. And all those who know and love him said together, amen, amen, ashe, 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 can be seated as amen and now I said Kofa moment done by our own one time Jaquavius English come on up Quay give him a hand y'all thank you brother thank God for the energy thank God for another day God for family and friends. Come on, come on. Yes, Thank God for the ancestors. Yes, 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 yes. Thank God for yourself. Your God is good. Thank God for us. God is good. Amen. The G's in us. Come on. Woo! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You're doing great, y'all. Mm-hmm. But the word of today is do better because you have been given better. Sheo, uh, today's say comfort moment personnel today is Don Cornelius. Don Cornelius was an African American television show host and producer. He helped to shift black culture into the spotlight with the creation of the show Soul Train. It ran from 1971 to wow. 2006 with the Soul Train dancers, the Scramble Board, and the Soul Train line, and many African-American performers. Cornelius' famous catchphrase was love, peace, and soul. All right. 
Amen. Amen. Thank you, sir. Amen. Pray one time. All right. And now, if I am not mistaken, I believe it's giving time. Woo! I believe it's sharing time. I believe it's our opportunity to give back to God what God has already given to us. Ashe. Amen. We have Cash App, which is the beloved community, dollar sign, the beloved community, PayPal, beloved community, ATL at gmail.com. And as always, we do accept checks and cash. Ashe. So if you would just follow your instructions from the ushers, okay? And they're gonna lead you up. And I invite you to go ahead and dance as you come up. All right? So, follow. Oh, let me hear you say bless. Lord, we pray your blessings on the gifts and on the givers. We pray that everything that is done in this place will be done to your glory.
we ask it all in the name of sweet black Jesus, our Lord and Savior. For his sake we always pray, amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Glad to see everybody here today. It's a beautiful thing. Yes. Glad to see every face, every beautiful, lovely, wonderful, blessed face in this room. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Um, do we have a song? All right. Ladies and gentlemen, sisters and brothers, please put your hands together for the Below Community Orchestra and Chorale under the direction of Brother Leon Amos and Brother Todd Whitman on percussion. Put your hands together one more time for them as they come.
time for the beloved community orchestra and chorale yeah feel like it's been a long time since I left you without a strong rhyme to step to <laughs> Back in the lab. Back behind the. This one right here. Okay. All right. I'll put this one down over there. I would like to uh, to pray, Lord. Thank you for this day, this Resurrection Sunday, where we commemorate the reality of the possibility of resurrection. We thank you for being an exemplar of what it means to rise from the ashes, to come out of a grave and to reign forever on an eternal throne. 
thank you for that. And we thank you for giving us the opportunity to walk and bask in the glory of your light and of your power. We ask, oh God, that you will bless us as we attempt to break the bread of life and share it with these, your precious, precious souls that are gathered in this space. We love you, we praise you, we honor you, we bless you, and we ask every blessing in the name of sweet black Jesus, our Lord and Savior, our healer and our redeemer. Amen. I want to bring your attention to the gospel according to St. Mark. Um, I want to raise up for your consideration, um, beginning at verse number 15 of chapter number 16, the book of St. Mark, Mark chapter 16 beginning at verse number 15, where it says, and he said to them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and, they, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So then, after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following them. Amen. I want to talk this morning from what I have decided to call healing ourselves. Healing ourselves. The longer I live, the more I discover that which was hidden from me in plain sight. I have spent much of my life in search for light, for meaning, and for answers to questions that have been perplexing for me. I've always been interested to learn why our people suffer as we do. I know the pain exists because I feel it. But feeling it does not provide for me the explanation that I need to understand it. I am interested in understanding the source of black pain so that I can participate in alleviating the pain and ameliorating the suffering associated with being black. The more I study black pain, the more I am convinced that the most likely suspect for the source of current black pain is white lies. 
Interestingly, white lies are purported to be harmless untruths that hurt no one. And that, my precious sisters and brothers, is the root, is at the root of the problem. If we live in the information age, as we do, then untrue information is the impetus for all error and illness experienced within the context. White lies constrict intellectual processes and cause that which could be helpful to become transmogrified into an instrument of pain. We could heal ourselves if only we knew how to do it. Knowledge comes from truth. White lies lock us into lives of foolishness because actions informed by error can only result in waste and folly. The more we spend time in each other's presence and intentionally share the spirit of love with each other, the stronger we become. Yes. Indeed, indeed, black unity plus black love equals black power. And without power, a people are guaranteed to experience inordinate pain and suffering. And not only that, we're clear that the people suffer because of lack of knowledge. If we are to be healed, to be made whole, repaired, and experience liberation, we must get past the white lies and embrace the black truth wherever it may be found. No one else can do this for us but us. Actually, we are our own physicians who credentialed who are credentialed to heal ourselves. One of the most notorious sources of white lies is found in the book that we know as the Holy Bible. I can hear you asking beneath your breath, why do you say that, Reverend? Are you a, a heretic? Or are you a liar? Or are you just overly medicated? Actually, I'm just a brother, I'm just a brother seeking after truth. I'm a sick black man looking for healing. As such, I generally consult the biblical text as a potential source for healing, but often find myself getting sidetracked by the white lies that are sprinkled into what is otherwise an acceptable source of black truth. Case in point is the 16th chapter of Mark's gospel. The reason that this chapter contains some of the most con controversial and problematic text is because of the sprinkling of white lies on top of the truth of the text. What if I told you that the New Testament does not actually even begin with Matthew's account, but rather the words of Mark who precede Matthew by several decades? Mark is the earliest gospel, which makes it the preferred text because the first story is usually the most truthful account of any narrative. Historical redaction scholars have discovered that the problem with the gospel of Mark for the final editors of the New Testament was that it was grossly deficient. First, it is significantly shorter than the other gospels, with only 16 chapters compared the 28 in Matthew, 24 in Luke, and 21 in John. But more important is how Mark begins his gospel 
and how he ends it. He has no account of the virgin birth of Jesus, or for that matter, any birth of Jesus at all. In fact, Joseph, Mary's husband, is never named in Mark's gospel at all, and Jesus is called a son of Mary. But even more significant is Mark's strange ending. He has no appearances of Jesus following the visit of the woman on Easter morning to the empty tomb. Like these other three Gospels, Mark recounts the visit of Mary Magdalene and her companions to the tomb of Jesus early on Sunday morning. Upon arriving, they find the blocking stone at the entrance of the tomb removed and a young man, check this out, not an angel, tells them, do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him, but go tell his disciples and Peter that he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him just as he told you. And they went out and fled the tomb for trembling and astonishment had seized them and they said nothing, Mark 16, 6 through 8. And there the gospel simply ends. Mark gives no accounts of anyone seeing Jesus as Matthew, Luke, and John later report in fact, according to Mark, any future epiphanies or sightings of Jesus will be in the north in Galilee, not in Jerusalem. What's up with that? I, I can't tell you. All I know is that if we keep reading, it gets deeper. There are two or three endings that were contrived and are attached to the closing of the Mark and Gospel. Not only that, but the original ending of Mark was viewed by later Christians as so deficient that not only was Mark placed second in order in the New Testament, but various endings were added by editors and copyists in some manuscripts to try to fix it up, as the old folks say. The longest concocted ending, which became Mark 16, 9 through 19, became so treasured that it was included in the King James Version of the Bible, favored for the past 500 years by Protestants, as well as translations of the Latin Vulgate used by Catholics. This meant that for countless millions of Christians, it had become sacred scripture, but it is patently bogus. Can you say white lies? Following is the ending that probably is in the Bible that you are referencing to see if I'm lying right now. Verse 9 forward reads, Now when he rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, from whom he had cast out seven demons. She went and told those who had been with him as they mourned and wept, but when they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they would not believe it. After these things, he appeared in another form to two of them as they were walking in the country, and they went back and told the rest, but they did not believe him. Afterward, he appeared to the eleven themselves as they were reclining at table, and he rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of heart, because he had not believed, because they had not believed those who saw him after he had risen. And he said to them, Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe in my name. 
They will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will pick up serpents with their hands. And if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So then the Lord Jesus, after he had spoken to them, was taken up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere while the Lord worked with them and confirmed the message by accompanying signs. Now, now even though we know this ending is false, phony, fugazi, and inspired by a cap of the highest level, the European Christians loved it. The African bishops Clement of Alexandria and Orion origin knew nothing of it because the earliest and most reliable copies of the Markan text don't contain verses 9 through 19 or 20, depending on which Bible you're reading. The fact that we know these words are false and a false addiction to the text is not the greatest problematic here, however. The biggest problem with this text for me is the fact that it invites us to do and trust and believe some things that could actually be harmful to us. It could actually hurt us if we do it. Now, let me be clear here. I have no problem with casting out demons. As a matter of fact, I have labored with prayer warriors to exercise demonic experience from a sister before. It was one of the strangest, most taxing, and exhausting experiences that I have ever had. We called on Jesus' name for hours until that sister either got tired of growling, foaming at the mouth, and tripping on us, or the demon spirit left her. I don't know. I don't have a problem with speaking in tongues. I just tend not to do it in public because I don't understand, nor am I able to interpret what happens during that process. But when it comes to picking up snakes and drinking poison, I tend to draw the line. That's just me. I'm sorry, I, I'm just saying, that is, that's too much for me. And even though we know that somebody added this part of the end of Mark's gospel, of Mark's original thoughts, I'm still interested in trying, to almost, to, in trying almost anything that has the potential of bringing wholeness and repair into the broken lives of our people. That's why I'm concentrating on the verse where Jesus reportedly says, they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. They can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Oh, my precious sister and my powerful brethren, I am not sure about the source of these words, but I'm willing to try almost anything, anything that has the potential, the power or the capacity to help us do the work of healing ourselves. I was consulting with a colleague concerning the veracity of this text, and he said to me, Dr. Slaughter, the Bible is the God, is God's word. They didn't mean to lie. They just put some words in Mark's mouth. I just stopped by this morning to put some words in your mouth and to ask you to speak those words back to me. Can you say, I believe that God is able to heal us? Oh, yeah. Are you, uh, are you able to shout, I believe that God will give us the power to heal ourselves? Heal 
The text says that those who are able to believe can do extraordinary things. And I believe that our ancestors, the holy women and men of God, the root doctors, the hoodoo ladies, and the practitioners of secret craft had knowledge that brought healing among our people. I believe that. It makes no difference that our enemies try to block our blessings and tarnish our shine and kill our passion and snuff out our dreams. We must heal ourselves. We will not be dissuaded from doing the work that we must do even though they infuse our sacred text with alternative facts, addendum, redactions, and white lies. We know who we are in God. We know that sweet black Jesus set us on a path toward liberation. We know that the black Holy Ghost lends us, leads us on a path of righteousness and truth so that we can heal ourselves. Somebody shout, heal ourselves. And so I must ask you as I prepare to take my seat, are there any sick among us? Is there anybody here who still believes that God is able? Anybody in pain right now and don't know where to go or which way to turn. Yeah, to come right now. And I believe that God will restore, repair, redress, reestablish, reveal, reinvigorate, reclaim, revamp, and reshape us into beautiful black images of a new creation. Ain't the Lord able to take us where we are and to move us to where we're trying to go? I stop by to let you know that I serve a God who showed enough able to take a body that had lost life and breathed new life into a body that had fallen down, a body who had lost consciousness. I serve a God who's able to heal us if we're open to the idea of healing ourselves. We've got to reach out to each other, lay hands on each other, speak words of encouragement to each other, and if we get the power, if we gain the power, if we operate in the strength that God has given us, then we will be able to heal ourselves. You ought to lean over and touch somebody and tell them, be healed in Jesus' name. Be healed in Jesus' name. Jesus, the black-hat Nazarene, the great I am that I am, the son of the true and living God, came into the world, walked around doing good for 33 years. 
found himself uh, hanging on the cross. Uh, there he died. He died uh, till the moon ran down uh, in long lines of blood. Uh, he died uh, to dead men uh, got up out of the grave uh, and started walking uh, the streets of Jerusalem. Uh, he died uh, to somebody said, uh, surely this must be the son of God is there anybody here who needs healing in their life is there anybody here who needs the Lord to step in right now and to shake and move some things God is able I said God is able 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 I know that the Lord can fix it I know he can do it he's working on me right here and right now you're witnessing a healing take place in front of you you're witnessing God working on me right here and right now healing me right here in the midst of this preaching moment God is working on me God is healing me God is restoring my strength. God is giving me my power back. I thank the Lord. Thank you. 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 Oh. Oh. I thank you. I thank you that you got up early Sunday morning with all power in the palm of your hand. Ain't the Lord all right? Ain't God all right? Ain't Jesus all right? You ought to shout in here. You ought to give your neighbor a high five right now and tell your neighbor, neighbor, I'm glad that God still got healing power, healing power, yeah. Oh, healing power, healing power, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know the Lord is all right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shucks. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you. We offer Christ 
to you right here and right now. You ought to come. God is able. God is able to take us from where we are to where we need to be. We offer Christ to you right now. We offer Christ to you.
are there any sick among us? All of us are dealing with one manner of sickness or another. All of us. All of us need God. All of us need healing. And I'm thankful. Thankful for sweet black Jesus. Thankful for God raising Jesus from the dead. Thankful for his presentation of himself in our lives at this very moment. I'm thankful for life and life that is more abundant today than it was on yesterday. Thank you, God. That's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> Happy Resurrection Sunday to you. to infuse your life with new opportunities. I'm a living witness that God will resurrect Come on. you. God has the power through Christ to give us second chances and even third and fourth chances. I'm thankful for our sister who came today and uh, it's just like you're a part of us already so I'm thankful that you walked up and took a seat. We are in the midst of uh, a celebration today and we celebrate the fact that we are still here. Come on. And that it is God's grace that has kept us all until this very moment. Oh, Pastor, 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 next Sunday is the celebration. Next Sunday. Next Sunday is the eighth anniversary of this beautiful church. Ashay, and so I expect to see you and you and you next Sunday, our eighth anniversary of the Beloved Community Church at 11 o'clock, the worship uh, message will be brought by our, our own Reverend Derek Rice. <laughs> and then at 3 p.m., our brother, our dear brother, Reverend Jarius Dorsey, and the New Zion Baptist Church family Jay, will join us. I want to acknowledge the presence of my oldest daughter, Maya Grace. 
oldest, my first child, my firstborn, and uh, who is an attorney and uh, a pretty good one at that, a pretty good attorney. Next time I find myself <laughs> in one of them situations, I know who to call. <laughs> and hopefully I can get a good rate. Uh, Pastor. Yes. Saturday, the Pittsburgh Community Faith Walk. Ah, uh, yeah. Meet us here next Saturday at 1 p.m. Uh, we're going to meet. Right here, right right on the parking lot. Right on the parking lot and Greater New Harvest Baptist Church, which is the church right down the block across from the Little Zion, uh, will join us as well as uh, Reverend Hope uh, from uh, the Ariel Bowen Memorial United Methodist Church. They will join us as well. And we're going to walk through the community and... Uh, it's a Pittsburgh community faith walk. We're trusting God to to bless us and to keep our community from from the wiles of the devil. We uh, lost a member of our church uh, over the last week or so. If she were here, she would either be somewhere moving around or, or in the choir. Her name was Sister Joyce. Y'all remember Joyce? And Joyce was, was celebrated in this space, and so it makes sense for us to continue to celebrate her even Amen. in her passing. Uh, but Joyce is no longer with us. She is going on to be with the Lord. And so uh, we are saddened by that. Uh, but we know that she is no longer suffering, no longer in pain. And uh, we thank God for, for receiving Joyce into God's eternal presence. That's it, right? That's it. We just want to remind all the church members of your financial pledge for our eighth church anniversary. So um, just act accordingly, please. Ashe, that's the archbishop. So the archbishop has laid out the decree. Make sure you check in that paper so we can do the things that we got to do, take care of what we got to take care of. Uh, much love to Reverend Rice and the members of the Sankofa Church who are present with us today. And uh, my brother, Reverend Jay Slaughter, that is present. To each of you, all of you, there's no one that is here that isn't very important. 
uh, very important to me. Uh, I love each and every one of you. Um, even the few faces that I've not seen, I already love you, and I thank God for you. And I pray that this Easter Sunday will be a special day for you as you go out and enjoy the rest of the day, the rest of the time together. Excuse me. Oh, and it's Sister Cookie's birthday. Woo! Yeah, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Ashe. Put some on. Put something on top of Lincoln. Lincoln looking sad. He looking sad. Need to put some old people on top of him. Some, some Franklins and some uh, Hamiltons and some of them other fellas. Put on top of that Lincoln. The Benjamin, yeah. Because it's all about the Benjamins, baby. <laughs> all right. It's our duty to fight for our freedom. It's our duty to win. We must love and support each other. We have nothing to lose but our chains. Stand to your feet as we sing our song of benediction. It's our duty it's to our fight. duty to fight for our freedom. It's our duty to win, yeah, it yeah. It's our duty to win. We got to love and support we each other. day for everything that we've experienced. We pray your blessings on these precious ones that have gathered in this room and we ask that you would bless us as we leave this place but never from your sight. We ask that you would love us and keep us and console us throughout our journey and we will give you all the praise, all the thanks, all the all the Asante Sanas. And we ask it in the name of sweet black Jesus. For his sake, we always pray. And we say amen. 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 Ashe. Now reach your hand up high in the sky and pull down a handful of resurrection power and shout, Harambe! Pull together, we can make it. We're gonna be able to make it. We have nothing to lose.
Be with you. Yeah. God bless you.